welcome to Sweet Spot, where hoteliers check in and we check out what's trending in hotel marketing. I'm your host, Ryan Embry. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Sweet Spot. This is your host, Ryan Embry. Today, we've got a great episode for you today. Some of our most popular episodes and educational content really surrounds TripAdvisor. We know the importance of TripAdvisor and what type of impact that can make on revenue. Your hotel's reputation is one of those things that can really impact a traveler's booking decision. Uh, So I feel like the educational content we put out about TripAdvisor, that's why it's so well received. So in tune with that, I have invited in our product director, Patrick O'Brien, who will be joining us. Um, You've been on the sweet spot a couple times now. Yes, I have. Yes, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about TripAdvisor. You know, we've done a lot of episodes around optimizing your TripAdvisor account and really getting the most out of it. I thought a great idea for an episode today would be really how we can make some movement because that's what we're constantly looking to do, right, is improve our our reputation online, see that city rank go up the ladder and get into a competitive space where you are at the forefront of a traveler's booking decision and tip the scales in in your favor. Let's go ahead and, and start a hotel that's out there. There are just now getting into TripAdvisor, you know, they've, they've listened to a couple episodes on how to optimize their TripAdvisor, but, you know, they ha- haven't really focused on their reputation much. But in 2020, they're looking to really improve their reputation right away. So these hotels and maybe in the bottom 25% of their city, what are a few easy steps that they can do uh, to start seeing improvement uh, right now? Well, first and foremost, I think, um, you know, don't throw your hands up in the air and be like, okay, we're, we're at the bottom of the pack. There's nothing that we can do. It is simply just about getting more positive reviews. If you are at a two and a half star rating, every four or five star uh, rating that you get is going to have a significant impact and is going to have a significant impact fairly quickly. All of that is going to help increase your average because the the average really is a is kind of a compound equation. So, you know, the more of those four and five star reviews you can get, you're going to lift that average up pretty quickly. In addition, part of TripAdvisor's CityRank algorithm um, revolves around recency of reviews. So, the more recent the review is, the heavier it is weighted. Um, the idea there really being around that. This is the experience that a guest coming today would have. So, you know, you'll start to see a faster, you know, kind of growth and impact um, by those more positive reviews. So it is coming up with a strategy to to go out and, you know, work with your guests to get more positive reviews. And you're going to start to see an immediate lift, Um, especially if you haven't been doing anything in the past. Um, it'll kind of be, you know, like a little kick in the butt um, and and growth right there. Yeah, we echo that sentiment all the time to our hoteliers. This is not something that you keep your head in the sand. Uh, TripAdvisor can be easily impacted because of that new algorithm of, of recency. Uh, so they're trying to get the best idea of what your hotel is today. So getting the, a couple four and five stars and getting that momentum going, you know, can really push you in the right direction. Now, a lot of the hotels, you know, might be in the middle of the pack. 
they're they're stuck right there. What are some tips to get these hotels over the hump and into the top 50% of their their market? Well, I think at this point, when you're kind of sitting in that section, you you probably have some type of reputation management uh, strategy, or you're at least paying attention to it. Um, so, you know, at this point, what you really want to start doing is is responding to reviews, especially if you have not been responding. Uh, you know, I think there's different theories out there about, uh, you know, how many reviews you need to respond to and should you respond to all of them. You know, a lot of people say you shouldn't respond to all your positive reviews. I have a much different take on that, and I feel like no matter what, you should respond to every review. And not just to make it a, you know, kind of a checking the box off and getting those responses in. You should be responding because you don't know which one of those guests is going to go on further and, and talk to people. And so even when they've had a good experience, um, you know, when they were checking out, you wouldn't ignore them. You would still say, thank you so much for coming, you know, and staying with us and, you know, trying to try to get some feedback from them. So respond to every review. And one of the things that we have seen as well is that by responding to reviews, you end up getting more reviews because people feel that, you know, their feedback is going to be heard and is going to be seen by the hotel. You also start to see that um, when you when you're responding to reviews, that guest A also leave more feedback and the reviews are longer, um, but they also don't go to the extremes quite as often. You're not going to get, you know, necessarily trolled by somebody who just, you know, maybe thought they paid a little bit too much. So they're going to go in and say something really bad because they know that you're going to respond and potentially refute that. So you start to see, you know, an easement of maybe some of those more negative reviews. Um, and you're going to see more reviews by doing that. So this becomes a good strategy to, you know, to kind of lift yourself up. And again, when you're in that section on TripAdvisor, you're going to have varying degrees of hotels that are responding. And some, you know, will respond, you know, they'll, they'll go for like a week or two and respond to everything that comes in and then they go like three weeks without responding. Um, but if you can come up with a consistent response strategy, you'll start to see movement when you're in this, when you're in this pack of hotels. Yeah, and you can learn so much from review response, taking all that feedback in and and responding to those reviews. Sometimes you learn a little bit more about your property than you thought. You start to uncover these trends or patterns that you didn't realize were out there. So that is definitely a differentiator between your hotel and the hotel a spot ahead of you, two spots ahead of you, that review response might be the difference. And it's taking that extra care and time that again, might push you a little bit further into your goals. Now, speaking of goals, when we talk to hoteliers, top 10, top five, these are goals we hear every single day. These hotels that are on the fringe of these spots, they could be ranked anywhere from you know 11 to 15, and, and they're just looking for that top five or looking for that top 10. What, what tips would you give these hotels to get the extra edge on their competition and obtain those coveted spots? Well, at this point, when you're kind of sitting at those levels, you're, again, most likely already have some type of reputation management strategy in place. Hopefully you are, you know, you're responding to your reviews. And so those kind of boxes are, are checked. At this point, 
it becomes important to start, you know, looking at analytics, looking at business intelligence, um, and trying to really understand maybe what those people who are ahead of you are doing and, and doing well. And so, um, with our program, one of the things that we look at is benchmarking against, um, you know, up to five competitors. And one of our analytics is a market share. So when you're when you're thinking about it, um, you know, let's just say you and five other hotels, 600 reviews come into market. Everything being equal, each of you should have received 100 reviews. Now, what you want to start doing, and, and ultimately what's going to happen is, some of those hotels are getting a little bit more or, you know, maybe getting 150 reviews. So that means that those reviews that they're getting extra are coming away from somebody else. So what you want to start looking at is, are you trending above your competitive set? Are you taking share in reviews and and hopefully positive reviews, but away from uh, your competitive set? And when you're doing that, you're going to start to see the growth. And so you can start to look at who's right above you. Are they getting 30% of the reviews and you're getting 25% of the reviews in your market? So now you need to start kind of going after them and uh, being very precise about it, you know? And so now I need to, they're, they're averaging you know, 40 reviews a month, I need to be averaging 50. How am I going to be averaging 50? And, you know, kind of continue to sort of pick away. It it definitely becomes a little bit more of a game uh, at this point, but you really need to understand what people who are ahead of you are doing and, and how you can kind of make strides there. I think this is such an interesting spot to be in because it's, it's exactly what you said. You have to be more targeted and precise Uh, about this type of movement because there isn't much when you get into the top 10 or top five, especially in some of these big markets. And and it's frustrating for hoteliers because we hear them say, look at my TripAdvisor page. I've got five-star reviews on on my my TripAdvisor page, uh, filling up my TripAdvisor page, and I'm not moving. I'm frustrated. I don't know how to take that extra step. And it's exactly what you said. If you're not seeing what your competition's doing, you're pigeonholing yourself. You're, you have tunnel vision and you're only focusing on you. At this point, you need to focus on the bigger picture. You know, this is an extreme analogy, but I like to use it because, uh, because I think this is, this is a, a great way to illustrate it to hoteliers. You might be getting those five-star reviews, but your competition's getting three times, four times that, they're going to stay ahead of you almost like if you were in a race and you're riding a golf cart and they're riding a, a, a race car. You know, you're never going to catch up to that race car without knowing that they're you're in a race against them. So upping that positive reviews. But the other, the other thing that I think our reputation tracking does for hoteliers is also shows you what share of negative reviews you're getting because mm-hmm. you have to focus on both of those, right? As if you get all of those five-star reviews, but yet you're still getting above the market average and negative reviews, it's, it's almost like more weight on that car, right? And it's slowing you down. So not only do you need to be outperforming in positive reviews, but you also have to be outperforming them in the number of negative reviews that you're getting. Exactly. And, and kind of on that as well. So ultimately, if you're, if you're getting more reviews, you've got more people going to your TripAdvisor page. And so sort of a, an organic byproduct of that is, um, you know, 
TripAdvisor is about making money and they want to get conversions and they, they want travelers to be looking at their content and then ultimately, you know, making some booking decision. And so if you've got more people going to your page um, and hopefully, you know, all the reviews are great, but you've got more people going to your page as well, then you are perceived as more popular. Um, and if you're more popular in the market, well, that's obviously going to impact your city rank. Um, so, you know, it kind of works in both ways. Um, not only are you getting more reviews, but you're, you've also got more people shopping you and, you know, your popularity index goes up. But yeah, ultimately, um, you, you're also going to see sort of that gap widen between you if you're able to, you know, get less negative reviews each month than your competitive set, um, you know, and, and ultimately still be outperforming in positive reviews as well. But uh, just by, you know, even the sheer volume of reviews you're getting every month, that just means that you've got more, typically, you're going to have more people going to your page, which gives you the perception of popularity in the market. And that's just all fuel, that feedback is fuel for the tank, right? Yeah. And, and this race on TripAdvisor. So let's say we're a hotelier now and we're in the top three. This is where it gets extremely competitive and that movement, as we've mentioned, is not that easy. So what advice do you give a hotel in the top three of their market, but they're can they get that number two or that number one spot? So this is obviously the most difficult place to be in, and there, there's less room to move. Um, there's less room to make strides. And, you know, you have to realize at this point, if you're sitting in that area, you're, you're probably well over a four-star average. You may be a 4.3 or a 4.4. So you have to realize now that everything that's not a five-star rating, even a four-star rating is, is great. Like, yeah, this, this is great. That's bringing your average down. This is a very difficult place to be. And so you have to take that sort of business analytics and business intelligence a step further. We started our Respond and Resolve program, and it was important for us to look at more than just physically taking responses off the hotelier's plate, we're going to start looking at sentiment in every review because there's so much um, knowledge and so much uh, data involved in every review. And so my team goes in and we're, we're looking at over 45 different elements of sentiment in every review and scoring those. And so what you can start to see now is things that are basically detracting from your score. So it's important now that we're all only getting five-star reviews because everything else is hurting us. Um, so you could look at things and you may see that, you know, overall the sleep quality at my hotel, um, my guests are rating that, let's say, a 3.2. But when they're mentioning sleep quality, that average um, star rating for those reviews is maybe a 4 or even a 4.5. Um, so... What I need to start doing now is coming up with a strategy to fix sleep quality. And if I make those operational improvements, um, then I'm taking out those elements in those reviews that are bringing that that review from a five star down to a four star or four and a half. Um, so, you know, this is when I need to start looking at, okay, I've got to invest in new beds. Um, and it could be anything. It could be the lobby. It could be the front desk. It could be housekeeping. Um, you know, it could be 
Wi-Fi, any of these things that are averaging a rating that's lower than the rating um, that they're part of is bringing that down. So if you can start making those operational improvements, um, you're just organically going to get better better ratings. Um, and also, you know, here is where you just you, you learn about your business and you learn, you know, what you're doing right, what you could improve upon, but even more importantly, why people are even interested in you. Um, and so when you understand, you know, why people are choosing your hotel potentially versus another hotel, you start to understand, you know, your marketing opportunities as well. And, um, you know, then you can also look at your competitors, like why are people choosing to stay with them? And, you know, as you understand that, um, that's where you can, again, this, it becomes a game. And, you know, how can I do whatever people, what, whatever reason people like that hotel, how can I do that, but better? And ultimately make the changes at my own property to be the best that it can be. You know, reputation management, it's not something passive. You have to work at it. But if you are serious about becoming number one in your market, then you have to work at your reputation. Those number one hotels can identify exactly what you're talking about, can identify the things that are bringing guests back to their property and the things that they need to fix in order to take that next step. So if you're serious about your reputation, that's where you need to get into. You need to get into the nuts and bolts of your business and figure out what is bringing business in and what potentially is hurting your reputation online. So, and when we talk about reputation management, you you would think that a lot of the, the partners, hotel partners that we work with are hurting when it comes to their reputation that need help. But it's actually the opposite. We work with a lot of hotels that are very successful in their reputation management, but they're very serious about their reputation. And so we work with a lot of properties that are number one. When you're in that coveted spot, everyone is gunning for you. They want that number one spot just like you wanted it before you were there. So what advice do you give those properties that are number one in their market and want to keep that position, that maintain that position? Because once you're there, you got to work at it. So what, what advice do you give those hotels? The best advice I can give you is don't get comfortable because, you know, like you said, everybody's going to start is going to be gunning for you so you look at the things that got you there and it is working with your guests to engage them to leave good reviews it is you know understanding what your competitors are doing it's responding to every review kind of upping your level of customer service and and guest satisfaction and at this point like don't take a day off don't stop doing that. You know, we, we've seen some hotels that put reputation kind of on the back burner because I'm doing good. I, I you know, it's, it's kind of coasting. And then all of a sudden, you start to see a quick nosedive. It's one of those things like exercising. You know, you, you start, start exercising and you're doing really good. And then you're like, oh, I'm in great shape. And you stop. And then, you know, two weeks later, you go back out to run or go back out to swim or do whatever. And it's like, oh, this was a lot harder than I thought it was. So, you know, you just got to make sure that you continue doing what you're doing. You're going to keep looking at those analytics and just starting to really dissect at a very micro level your business and, you know, where, where you can continue to get better. 
I love that analogy of exercising because it, it, it's so true. Reputation for your hotel, you have to work at it. It's not something like a renovation where it's this six month renovation process and then it's done, it's complete, right? And then you sit back, you kind of kick your, your feet up and say, it's over and I can see all of my progress. You can't do that with reputation because travelers are looking at this at these reviews every single day so if you're not on top of it it's exactly what you said you, you start to see that slip and your competition is right there behind you just waiting for you to get comfortable so great tip there now market size we know plays a huge part in this city rank being in the top three that sounds great until you go to your your city rank or your market and you realize there's only four <laughs> hotels in your market talk to us about how to measure TripAdvisor success in a small market success in a small market really comes from your ability to differentiate yourself in a small market there's not as much noise you're typically also not going to have as many travelers um there's less likelihood in a small market that a traveler um coming to the area is going to several hotels or, or you know several of your competitors um not having any occupancy so you know you start to get to the point of okay how can i differentiate myself and be better than my competitors because at this point, I can't hide on page two. Um, everybody's going to see my good and they're going to see my bad. Um, you know, there's there's only four properties in there, and so they're probably going to look at all four properties. So, you know, reputation management obviously still plays a huge part in this and it's going to still be the same strategies of making sure you're getting as many reviews it's going to be responding to those reviews setting that expectation for that potential guest by managing your reputation you're not going to be changing the ebbs and flows of travelers coming into the market but you are going to start helping yourself get more conversions and take more of that share of market. It's going to be easier in a sense. Um, you don't have as many people to look at and figure out what they're doing well. And you probably know those hotels and those hotel owners pretty well. So, you know, you start playing on your strengths and their weaknesses. But again, all the same strategies are still going to be in effect. It's getting more reviews. It's responding to all your reviews. It's understanding what your competition is doing and, you know, understanding um, where you have room for operational improvements. You have so much visibility, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have a good week of good reputation, that's going to be very, very visible in the eyes of a traveler. But the cons are sometimes if you don't have that that good a week, it's, it's again, very visible. Now, it's kind of the opposite in a large market, right? We're in Orlando here. There's 200, 300 plus hotels here. That visibility might not be as apparent. So maybe you can have an off week or something like that, and it won't impact you that much. It's also tough to not get lost in the fray. Talk to us about being in a large market like Orlando. How do you distinguish yourself uh, and, and create that visibility like you would in a small market? So first and foremost, um, you know, when you're in a really large market, realize that you know, there may just be some operational restraints that are going to keep you from being number one. Typically, number one in a large market is going to be sort of your resort types of properties, um, you know, really upscale properties, um, which is fantastic. So it's not necessarily about being number one. 
It's about being number one or the top of your segment because not every traveler who's coming to a large market is looking to pay $400 a night. You know, and TripAdvisor makes it very easy to to filter out by, you know, traveler ranked um, by scale, um, you know, price ranges, stuff like that. So, you know, what you want to do at this point is is then really kind of dissect where you sit in your actual competitors. Because if I'm a mid-scale property or an upper mid-scale property, I don't have the same travelers looking at me as are looking at a, uh, you know, a diamond resort. Um, you know, it's, it's a very different audience. So I need to just understand my market and then make sure that I'm at the top of that market segment. So even if I'm number 30, that's okay if I'm number one in, in my scale and in my market. And that's really what you have to be focused on, um, you know, versus, okay, I just, I need to be on page one of TripAdvisor because there's so many different filters and so, so much different sorting that can happen on TripAdvisor. That that's not necessarily going to be quite as much of an impact um, as you, as you may think it is. Um, so, you know, that, that's really my, my advice there is just making sure that you're the best in your segment. Yeah. It's all about the, the knowledge of, of who your true competition is and where you stand in relationship to them. Um, and again, it's exactly what you said. If you're in a large market, that that number one spot, that might just be a pipe dream because you're dealing with a hotel that has over a thousand rooms and you're a 70 room property. So th- you're not gonna get that um, that quantity of reviews to compete with them, uh, but you are competing with with maybe five or six other hotels that are within your price range, uh, very similar amenity type and a very similar location. So you wanna make sure you're in the best position to compete against them. Now, to wrap up, we talked a lot about long-term goals and overall city rank over time. Talk to the importance of short-term TripAdvisor success and first impressions that a guest can get and see and feel from your hotel's TripAdvisor page. There's the old adage that uh, you you never get a second chance to make a first impression. And several years ago, I, I wrote a white paper and kind of looking at the traveler's journey and kind of understanding that and, and realizing that for a traveler, the purchasing decision doesn't happen in a bubble. Um, and there are so many micro decisions and so much uh, information that they're researching in a very fast way to to make that final purchasing decision. And unfortunately for the hotel, they don't know that they're even part of that decision until it's been made. For me, when you start looking at content marketing becomes the big strategy here. And it's um, how do you frame your hotel to have the best first impression and coming up with strategies there because you're not necessarily going to be involved in every step of that traveler's decision process. But when you've got good content marketing strategies and you're doing those types of activities, then you at least have some influence in those decisions. Um, You know, obviously pre-stay and you can start to help impact those conversions. It is really important, you know, that you're making sure that you're doing everything well. And I, I think if you kind of develop this very strong content marketing solution, which reputation is 100% a a key factor in that. 
all of these other things fall in line. But again, you can't uh, expect to get that guest's attention unless you, you know, unless you kind of set a strategy up in place for it. Those biggest aha moments that we get with hoteliers when we talk about their reputation and the importance of, I think in 2020, the modern day hotelier understands the importance of reputation. But, you know, the biggest aha moments are are when we really put them in the eyes of the traveler. And right now, as you're listening to this episode, there are a dozen or more travelers that are looking in three months down the line to stay at your hotel. There are a dozen travelers looking at today, potentially staying at your hotel or the hotel next door. And there's been more than a dozen travelers that are checking out and are in the post day. And all three of those are using your reputation in different ways and are calculating their decision, confirming whether they made the right decision if they've left your hotel. That's where Travel Media Group does such a great job of at every single stage of a hotel's reputation, we can help with the tracking, the review response and post day, um, helping influence um, reviews and, and getting generating more reviews. Our solutions help a hotelier at every stage of their reputation, no matter if you're ranked at the bottom of your market and you're just trying to get to the 50% or you're in the top three or number one trying to maintain those positions. As we wrap up here, you know, I always like to ask just any final thoughts about the episode. I think this is some great advice and tips for hoteliers, again, no matter where you are at in your reputation management. But any final thoughts? More and more hoteliers are definitely paying attention to reputation, but just know it's never too late to start. Even if you've amassed years and years of, you know, not a great strategy, it's, it's never too late to start a strategy and never too late to refine your strategy. But realize that this isn't just a short term fix this becomes a way of doing business. And um, if you want to be successful, this is, is really becomes your new reality. And you have to continue to build on all the things that are working and identify the things that aren't. And, you know, and again, make sure that you've got a strategy to to highlight all of those, um, all of those factors in there. So if you're not already doing something, start. If you're doing something, get it better. Absolutely. You couldn't have said it better. Uh, So Patrick, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. If you are interested in in partnering up with Travel Media Group, joining our family and utilizing some of our reputation management solutions that Patrick and his team do such a great job at, reach out to us, 407-984-7455. Uh, You can also visit us at travelmediagroup.com. We have tons of educational content on TripAdvisor. We will see you next time on The Sweet Spot. To join our loyalty program, be sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Sweet Spot is produced by Travel Media Group. Our editor is Ann Sandoval with cover art by Barry Gordon. I'm your host, Ryan Embry, and we hope you enjoyed your stay.